welcome back to this week's episode of Meta Athletes, the playbook. I'm Katie Brinkley, and I'm joined by Coach B and Drew today. It's been a minute since Drew has joined both myself and Coach on an episode. So excited to have you here, Drew. And one of the things, so the three of us have a group DM, not DM, text thread, and we check in with each other. I want to say, I was just going to say daily, but multiple times throughout the day, we are checking in to see what we're working on. How can we help each other? I think I texted you maybe at, it was 4.30 my time, 6.30 your guys' time, and you both were up and were there to to lend an ear and uh, help get me started on the right track for my, for my day. But I think that that's kind of where I wanted to start this conversation of, of how you can find the people that can help, help you with your discipline for being a better human being to, to be the best person that you can be. And because there's, I mean, I'll be honest, there's so many times I could be like, eh, nope, I'm not going to do it. And when you have those people that can help you be accountable, that can help you be a better person, like I said earlier, it really makes this whole thing called life a whole lot easier. So that being said, Drew, I'm going to hand it on over to you. Yeah, I'm just laughing because because you're talking about this and I'm like looking at Coach B, I'm just like, this guy, (laughs) this guy always texts me and he's always... uh, he's always checking in on me and he's kind of like, um, he's kind of like this head on my shoulder that um, I don't know. We had this conversation um, last week and, you know, at first you're like a little bit annoyed and then you take, you take like ownership of what's going on in your life. And you're like, man, this guy cares or this person, this mentor, this friend, this family member cares enough to check in on me and, um, and, you know, not check progress or it's just like, Hey, you know, I know that this was your goal. Uh, what's it looking like? How's it going? Is there anything I can support you with? And, um, it's been massive. It's been massive for myself. I've seen it in our community. Um, I've tried to be that person for other people in our community as well. And, um, he's literally like that second head on my shoulder, just always in my ear, like, Hey man, you get to ride in or, you know, are you eating better, eating slow, all these things that coach B brings to the table when it comes to bringing uh, the wisdom and the playbook to, to our holders. And uh, Katie, you're kind of experiencing some of it now and you're going through the phase where it's like, there's a little bit of friction. There's a little bit of tension and uh, we don't want to be blowing your phone up, but at the same time, we want to see you win. And um, when you have this stuff, the, the, the realization and the awareness that somebody else wants to see you win as much as you want to see you win, that's powerful. And I think that that's the essence of a team and, and a, and a high performing team and, um, and it's culture. And that's, those are things that we're building in meta athletes and um, you're going through the, the friction phase, which is tough because you have to take ownership and that's not easy, but um, I, I don't mean to call you out either, but I don't know, I'm just reminiscing. I'm reminiscing <laughs> because that was me weeks ago, months ago. And um, I'm in a much better place because of it. And, uh, yeah, this is a, it's a good conversation to have. It's kind of like a tough conversation to have, but it's a good one to have with yourself too, to understand, like, this was a goal of mine. This is something that I've been, uh, you know, there's so many things on my head that, you know, you're like, I want to prioritize my health. I want to read this book. I want to do all these things. And, um, sometimes it just takes somebody else to like, want to see you win and have that feeling of support. And I think, you know, that's what a cheerleader is. That's what teammates are. That's what a coach is. And, uh, yeah, that's what Coach B has been for me. And so 
I have kind of gotten my level to, or get myself to a level where I feel like I'm in a good place habit wise. And if I can start spending some energy to help some other people, uh, that's actually been helping me helping other people has been helping me solidify some of these habits as well. So, uh, that's where I am Katie. And, um, yeah, I look forward. I think health-wise and quality of life-wise, there's a lot of things that, you know, simple changes and, and little things to prioritize that health um, can make a huge Im- impact on yourself. Well, and Drew, before we, we you know, get over to uh, old wise one over here, Coach B, to, that's helping all of us be better. But I mean, it's discipline. And that is one of the things, like we, for, for in our text thread, I've been saying, you know, hey, I'm not sleeping good. And and you guys are like, well, have you tried this? Have you tried that? Well, it's always, it's going to be up to me to make those changes. It's, and really you can have those cheerleaders. You can have the people trying to help guide you, but unless you're ready to make that step, it's, it's not going to happen. And you have to have the discipline to want to make those changes for yourself or for your business or, uh, you know, for your team, whatever it is. The discipline is one of the hardest things that really it all comes down to you. And so coach, I, I, I know that for, for you, you've, you've given me countless ideas. Um, have I started meal planning? Nope. I still haven't done it. Have, I mean, like, and it's going to take me because there's nobody else. You can give me, you can give me the tools, but I'm the one that actually has to use them. Spot on. It is, uh, first of all, I, apologize if I create any friction, but it's necessary. Like if you, if you tell me something and this is the type of person I am, and I think it drives um, some people around me nuts. Like if you tell me something, then I'm going to try to hold you that standard and I'm going to try to hold you accountable, or I'm going to try to help you. I'm going to try to guide you. Sometimes my wife, she doesn't listen to these, but she's like, She's like, sometimes I just need to say something and I don't need an answer back. But for the majority of the people that I, that I work with and from athletes and, and now so many within our community, if they tell me something, I'm going to not, I, it's really challenging for me to keep my mouth shut because I know what's going to work and I've seen it work. And it's literally, it's being consistent and having people around you push you and nudge you and guide you. And, and be that person for you. I listened to a podcast of Ray Dalio today, and I don't know if you know, if, if you ever heard of Ray Dalio, but um, huge successful person. And he's got a great book called Principles. And uh, it was with Jay Shetty, actually. And he asked a question, like, do you think that there's self-made people or people that uh, have coaches and mentors around them to help them become successful? And he said, anybody who says that they're self-made is full of shit because... There's no way that you can ever get to be to the point to be successful or accomplish things without help and without guidance. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's up to you to make those decisions and make those choices that you want, but you need somebody in your corner to bounce things off of, whether it be a voice, whether it be um, somebody to help teach you something or teach you a technique or teach you a skill, but you need people around you to help push you in the right direction till you ultimately create strategies and routines within your life to create self-discipline. Like when we talk, when we talked about this topic, I, I had to look up what discipline meant. And so, so the definition of discipline, the practice of training people to obey rules, 
or code of behavior using punishment to correct disobedience. Now, self-discipline is completely different, right? So self-discipline is the ability to control one's feelings and overcomes one's weaknesses or the ability to pursue what one thinks is right despite temptations to abandon it. And in school or early on, like we were disciplined because we didn't do something. But at some point in our life, we start to realize that there's things that we want or things that we, yeah, really that we want or maybe need. And at some point in time, like we've got to be able to figure out the self-discipline within ourselves to create the structure and routines that we want to be able to, to, to get whatever it is that we want to. So if you want a healthier life or you want to earn a position or if you want to feel better, like you have to create discipline around you. And I saw this great um, kind of like a graph or like on a spectrum. And I don't remember where it's from. So I apologize for not giving credit, but it was um, like, you can be inspired by something, right? It's like the first thing, like you can be inspired something like, so I tweet, right? I tweet regularly, I schedule and and sometimes it can be inspiring. Sometimes it could be nothing like, um, but it's hopefully something inspires you to motivate you, which is the next step to do something. And you could be motivated. You could watch like a YouTube video. You could watch a reel, whatever it may be. And it might motivate you for maybe a day, maybe a couple of days. But at some point, some point, you need to have the self-discipline to do things consistently to create a habit. And once it becomes a habit, like Drew's felt that, like Drew's on autopilot right now. Like it, it meditates, he journals. Like I can see he's helping other people, like he said before, because he's created the self-discipline within yourself within himself. And that's when the magic happens. And that's when the power happens. And that's when you can have impact and you could be influential to other people because you know what it takes to do it yourself because you've seen it doing enough. And a lot of it comes down to just finally trusting that you have the ability to do it. And I will continue to nudge you regularly until you empower yourself. You may say F you one day, but we'll see. I've, I've typed it up, but then I'll delete it before I send it to you. But um, there's a couple of things, Coach B. The first one is you and I are like so similar. It's it's weird, but like, I, you know, you just said that you have discipline up and I have it on my, my monitor screen right now because I was looking it up before this meeting too. And um, I'm also, you know, I think a lot of people in our, in our community are like this, but we're so solution oriented that we don't want to hear problems. And so when we do hear problems, we don't want to focus on the problem. So we immediately throw out solutions, right? And um, that happens with my girlfriend so many times where, like you said, they did, like, you want to just get it off your chest. You want to just talk about it. But I'm just like, why are we still talking about it when you can do this, this or this? And for her, it doesn't, it doesn't click like that. She just wants to talk about it. I and mean, that's her way of, of getting it, you know, off her brain, off her chest. But um, I can't talk about it for more than 30 seconds. So I'm just like why why are we still doing this but um but i really love what you said and what's interesting when i read this definition online too the same exact definition that you read using punishment to correct you know something i also view that as not like a slap on the wrist punishment but a punishment of like things haven't changed so that could be a punishment and so if you want it to change then you're going to have to do something to change right or if you want a different outcome or a different you know like Sorry, Katie, I think you're kind of the uh, the example here today. But if sleep is a problem, you know, me and Coach B could be like, 
oh man, that really sucks. Like, hope you get better sleep. <laughs> like, or maybe you just want, you wanted some way to sympathize, empathize with you. But the first thing that comes to mind is like, oh, have you been meditating? Have you been working out? Have you been eating these things? Have you been using blue light blockers before bed? Are you not using a screen? Do you have natural, like all these things come to mind because these are things like you said, coach B that are tried and true for myself and for other people that we've helped along the way. And so um, I just feel like that punishment part of the definition could just be something that somebody's suffering from chronically, you know, that is a punishment, even though it's not necessarily like a reaction punishment. It's a, I don't get great sleep. And if I'm not willing to be disciplined to take on some of these possible, you know, solutions or, or take on these actions that could lead to solutions and that'll continue to be a punishment. But um, that's kind of how I view things. And um, I love what you said, but the weird thing about discipline is it takes discipline to build discipline. So I guess my question to you guys is like, where do you start? Is it a mission? Is it a goal? Is it, what is the key to kind of like having that first couple steps? I think it's, well, I was oh. going to say, I don't mind being the guinea pig in all this. And, and um, there was a reason why I sent the fact that I wasn't sleeping to you guys. You know, I, my husband has known for months or well, not months, but weeks that I have not been sleeping great because it's like 7.45 and I'm in bed saying like, okay, I'm going to try and go to bed now. And he's like, okay. But at the same time, there's people that you surround yourself with. And I was like, if I say I'm not sleeping good, these guys are going to say, well, have you tried this? Have you tried that? And they're going to help hold me accountable because I think that it does come to that self-discipline. If my goal is to sleep better, um, I need to have the discipline to take action that could potentially help me with my sleep. You know, I'm, and, and this is, I I want to answer your question here, Drew, but you know, instead of me laying there from 1145 to 115 thinking, okay, well, was it something I ate? Should I try and cut back on my caffeine? Should I try and do this? You know, I'm sitting there thinking of all the things that I could be doing wrong. That's inhibiting me from getting good sleep when you know, okay, well maybe try journaling, try shutting yourself down a little bit sooner. Let's give that a week. See if any changes happen. And there's, when you have a support system of people that are willing to try and one, hold you accountable and check in with you, but two, willing to see like, if you want things to be better, these are some actions that you need to try to take because they've worked in the past, but go ahead, coach. Sorry. I didn't mean to. No, no, no. That's good stuff. Like it's, it does give some insight because it's, you're starting to think about what about these things that I could have done or that may have affected me instead of thinking about what are the things that I can do to try to help me put myself in a better position to maybe fall asleep a little bit earlier or have a higher quality of sleep. Um, Because when you start thinking about the things that you can do, now you're in control versus being like, well, I wonder, was it this? Was it that? Was it that? Well, that was, that was like long ago. You don't even know. Um, if that's affecting you, but your mind continues to go. And we're just talking about sleep right now. But when you can bring yourself back to like the present and start to think about, hey, I'm going to do, I'm going to meditate before bed because that's going to help me be present with my breath or that's going to help me become more mindful of how I feel or this guided meditation I'm going to go through is going to help relax my body. And I know if my body is relaxed, my mind is relaxed. And then in turn, I can have a higher quality of sleep. So now you're starting to put yourself in control of the things that you can do. And going back to like what Drew said before, where it's like, you need discipline to have discipline. 
in reality, you need to have willpower to have discipline, right? Like that's the thing. And willpower is the, truly the, the ability to control yourself. And again, this was in another book. I don't remember where, but it they said how willpower can be strengthened, right? And it's something that it's like a muscle, right? Like I think I've used that before. Like you're, it, it's, it, it's a muscle that you can flex and it's a muscle that you can use. And if it's a muscle that you can use, it can be developed. And the only way you develop it is through reps and reps are truly the key to everything in life. Like what kind of reps are you taking? Are you taking positive reps right now? Are you taking negative reps right now? Are you taking reps to build yourself up? Are you taking reps to break yourself down? Like, and there's, there's, there's truly power in understanding the quality of the repetitions that you're taking. Like when we speak, like those are our repetitions too. Like we're starting to under, understand how to communicate what we know inside of our brains and help pass that on to other people. And that's, those are our reps. And every single day we're practicing and we're empowering other people in our community to build their reps, to build their presence and build their voice within, within Twitter or social media to help them become more confident and expressing what it is that they know. I think we have a really talented group of, of individuals within our, within our community right now that share a lot, but they need to be pushed to be empowered to, to show hey, you know what, like you got a lot to offer. You just got to go, go put yourself out there. You got to build those reps. You got to build those habits. It's like, it's no different than sports or building yourself up in the gym. Like you get better through repetition and being consistent with those repetitions. But the first thing always comes down to first showing up, take the step and then have the ability to, to want to take those steps day in and day out. And that's where mentors, that's where coaches, that's where teachers, parents, they can really provide a almost like, like rails or like, you know, bumper bowls, like that to try to keep you on the same path. Right. It's, it's, that's all we're trying to do is help you understand that you are the driver, you know, and you're going to steer it wherever you want to go. But if you get off track or if you get off kilter, we're going to, we'll, we'll push you back on that road. Yeah, Coach B, I think um, I'm really glad you brought that up because reps are, that's a conversation that we've been having for weeks and we've covered a variety of different topics, but reps keep coming back into the conversation. Just do, just do execute. And um, whether it's you learn yourself or you have that support system to, to like you said, keep you in the the guardrails to keep you in and, and keep you going, I think it's huge. And um you know, I was kind of laughing to myself because, um, you know, we text Katie or I'll text Katie separately. And then I just see like the, uh, the notifications, like turn off, like right as I'm, right as I'm messaging her, but the, the most powerful thing about, I think the meta athletes community and, and everything that we're doing is, um, and we talked about this coach B is like me and you are also doing these things too. It's not like we're, you know, like coach with a whistle with a, you know, a clipboard on the sidelines yelling, and to me, that's ultimately what I think is most impactful about this is uh, we want to we want to get people into those habits by maybe helping them understand what is the goal, what is the mission, so that they want to do the reps, right? Because like I'm thinking of like a I'm thinking of like a kid, like a youth athlete who's like, and Katie, you brought this up a lot of times too. It's like you have like a goal, like I, I want to play this position, or I want to, I want to score more goals, I want to be on power play. I want to, you know, I think having that mindset for 
I have to do something to be able to achieve this is what gets somebody to the point where they're now interested in doing the reps versus if you're going into it blindly and coach B, you said this the other day, like training is doing something for a purpose, right? Working out for a purpose. And um, yeah, I was just talking to my brother yesterday and he's just like, my brother has always been like the type of physique where it's like, he can eat whatever he wants and he'll work out for two weeks and then just boom. Like he's just, he's, he looks really great. And he told me that over the last couple of months, he hasn't had this interest to work out because he's not working towards something. He's, he's not playing lacrosse anymore. He's not really interested in having, you know, a, a great physique in the terms of like what he used to have. Like he was probably six or 7% body fat. And um, he told me, and it's like, it's so weird because coach B literally just said without that, you know, reason to train, it's, you don't have the motivation to put in the reps and that's exactly what he was saying. And, and then we started talking about golf because me and him have been golfing and he's, he's actually a really good golfer and uh, he's been playing a little bit before me, but he's just like, well, I did start thinking about working out again, but I wanted to do things that were going to help my golf game. So he wanted to work on his flexibility, his core strength, his uh, he wanted to do like literally programming, that golfers would go through. And now he had that purpose and he had that intention to train. And now he's interested in getting back in the gym. Whereas over the last like two years, he hasn't lifted anything. And so I feel like that's where it starts is like having a goal or a mission to then support your willpower to put in the reps. And then from there, it's, then it's just the rep game that we always talk about in terms of execute and execute and, and, and kind of, you know, 0.1% find that opportunity to get better. But um, yeah, it's interesting how this applies to, it applies to business, applies to working out, training, applies to sports, podcasting spaces. I was not, I was not interested in doing spaces a year ago. In fact, it actually scared me a ton. And now I'm like looking for opportunities to do spaces. And it was so hard for me to like literally open up my mic and talk to people. And then you spend some time with Fanzo and you're like, okay, I've seen, like, I love Fanzo, but he also, like, makes a ton of mistakes. He calls people the wrong names. He he does all these things. I was just like, you know what? It doesn't really matter. You know, like, I, people don't care. They don't, he's, he still gains a lot of trust. And so I started putting myself out there and getting on spaces. And now I enjoy, you know, not only am I not scared of it and not worried about public speaking, but I enjoy doing it. And I like to connect with people. And it's actually opened up a lot of opportunities um, outside of what I originally planned to do. And so but it was always because it was a mission of like trying to build leadership, trying to become a founder in the space that people could align with and, and I could attract people that'd be interested in our project and our collection. But then it, it just turned out to, you know, through the reps, you get these opportunities to learn more about yourself and to, um, and to help other people on the journey because you are now somebody that executed and gone through the process. You know, I think is, I think holds a lot of people back is because they expect perfection right off the bat or, they get mad at themselves if they have a bad day or if they had a bad meal, if they're trying to change your nutrition or they miss a workout. Like it's, it's not about that. It's literally like, you're not going to be perfect in the first day. Like you're, you're just not. And when you can start to understand that and accept it, I think it's acceptance really. Like you accept the fact that you're not going to be perfect when you start to begin something, it's okay to make mistakes. Like I, I remember having the conversation with with an intern of mine. He, he's he's he works in pro sports now, but he was like a perfectionist. And I was like, yo, like you just got to get it down. Like get it down on paper. Like just just start. And then once you get it down on paper, 
then you can start to tweak it and you can start to like iron things out. You can start to say like, I don't like the flow or sequence of this. I think this would work a little bit better, but a lot of people get so caught up in the minutia, right? They get caught up in the minutia of things and be like, Oh, I didn't do this. Or I don't know if this is right. Like, just do it, just try it. Like it's, it's, it's like for, for me and interns and, and coaching assistants it's like, all right, this is how you want to structure a program. All right, let's, Let's think about flow, think about organization, think about timing, think about all these types of things and see if it works. And then if you don't like it, you take notes down and then you adjust, right? It's absorb, modify, apply, right? It's a kind of like a little sequence of things that you would want to do. But except once you accept the fact that you're not going to be perfect at something, it allows you to take that step forward. And then when you take it one step, then you gain learning, you gain some insights of the routines, right? It's like for going back to Katie's sleep example, like, yeah, give it a shot for a week. Ideally two weeks, right? If you can do something consistently for two weeks, then I think you have enough data points within yourself to start to understand, is this helping me or is this hurting me? And then maybe I can start to tweak a little bit more, uh, a couple more things that will allow that maybe this will work a little bit better. Maybe if I have some tea along with journaling, like maybe that's the routine that I need to have, you know, and then you can start to build. And then once you have something that's like pretty routine for two weeks, now that's a habit. But I mean, maybe not a full-blown habit, but I mean, it's, it's there, like you're aware of it and it doesn't take a lot of effort or energy to be able to perform that habit. Then you can start to move on. Can I do something else? And you're just layering like one skill on top of another or layering one habit on top of another. And then we talk about like stacking wins, right? Then you got to win. Let us, let us know about the win and then do it again. And then you stack it and then you do it again. Then you stack and then you stack. And then sooner or later, you're like, Oh man, like I just accomplished a lot. Like I could see it in Drew. Like it's, like um, the fact that I would ask you, like, did you train or whatever? And then you, I'd be like, Crick, I'd get crickets back in the text, like nothing. I'm like, and I kept doing it. And, and like, he's like, all right, so I'm going to get on the Peloton. And then you did the bodyweight program. I don't know if you're, you're still doing it, but like, um, I'm going to ask you, I want to ask you again, like, get your work in. And then, and then he starts Instagramming like what, like the stuff that he's cooking. I'm like, all right, that's pretty clean, you know? And then he starts to talk about like the, that he's going to journal and he's going to meditate. He's got a board and he's got organized. Like you start to develop these routines. You don't become a robot. I think that's what other people are afraid of too. Like you don't become a robot. It just becomes a part of who you are because that's what you value. Right. Well, and whatever yeah. you value, you're going to work towards. There's a couple of things. And I think, um, yeah, dude, I, I am, I'm like firing on all cylinders. And the reason why I think I am is because how I feel. And um, it's hard to like tell people, I mean, I can't tell you how much time I've spent this week telling people to take cold showers, to eat for their brain health, to work out for mental health. I mean, because I like I'm posting this stuff and people are curious, but at the same time, they have to do it themselves. Like they have to go through what that feels like. Like, I don't know if my girlfriend will ever take a cold shower or an ice bath because she doesn't know what it feels like literally the minute you get out and, and what, what that feels like for somebody. And um, I think it's so important to help people. And honestly, like you said, kind of push some people a little bit to go and experience it for themselves so that that feeling could also be a motivator for them. Um, I'll kick it back over to you, Katie, in a second. The, the one thing that came to mind, Coach B, when I, I remember when I was, um, when I was in college, I was doing hockey lessons like all day. And some of the, some of them were parents, adults that were learning to skate at, you know, age like 50. And I had a lot of parents that would like visit, you know, they get really upset with themselves because they can't learn how to skate backwards or they can't stop or, and I used to always use this quote and I was like, 
you know, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to be, you have to start to be great. That's the one thing I always told them. I was like, you, you know, like everybody at some point, <laughs> everybody was shitty at one point and then they became great. And um, that was something that I'll, I'll never forget because just, it almost like gives them permission to mess up. It like gives them permission and tells them like, Hey, you know, like nobody expects you to come out for like the third lesson and start skating backwards, like, you know, and, and do it well. And um, yeah, that's been such a important factor for me, especially getting into golf. Like I just accepted, Hey, some shots are going to be good. Some are going to be shitty, but um, I'm out here practicing and it's, you know, I'm not going to get better unless I come out here and put out the reps. And so um, that, you know, I've been trying to, to, to put this into play in a lot of aspects of my life, but um, yeah, I feel like, I feel like I am firing on all cylinders, but because like, I know what this feeling is and I feel good. And so feeling good, honestly, is a big motivator for me. Like if I go eat a salmon and a salad and for the next six hours, I'm feeling pretty good. If I eat something else and I'm not feeling that great, then, then, you know, these are lessons learned. Um, mm -hmm. But Katie, I, yeah, I'll kick it back over to you. But yeah, for me, it's, you know, experiencing what that feels like. But that's the thing, Drew, is, is you, you, what you just said is you're like, I don't want people to think I'm a robot or anything, you know, all of that, those kind of negative connotations that come in to play when you have a routine and when you do have these positive habits, but what you've established over these past few months where you say like, oh, you know, I was kind of just ignoring the texts. I was kind of, you created the discipline for yourself of, okay, I'm, I know that, you know, having a burger would be great, but honestly, since I've made the, these switches, since I've made these changes, I'm feeling just as good, if not better. And you had the self-discipline to say, I want to try to be eating healthier. I want to try and get on the Peloton ton more. And the only time I'm going to be actually able to do it as much as I would love to have somebody else do the work for me. You have the people that are in your circle, that are in your, your network, that are in your life, that are there trying to say like, well, here's, here's the ladder. I can hold it for you, but you're the one that's going to actually have to climb up on top of the roof. So with all of it, you have to have those people that are there to, to listen to you, to give you that support, but it ultimately is going to come down to you. You have to have that self-discipline. And when you, when you have it in your life and it is a priority, it's going to make, it's going to make everything easier. It becomes routine. It becomes that second nature to say, yeah, I'm going to have the salmon and the rice. I, yeah. A burger is all right, but I know how I feel afterwards. So I think that, you know, final thoughts from both of you, um, before we kind of wrap up today's episode with having this self-discipline for you, coach, you are really everybody's cheerleader. You're there to be their accountability partner to say like, Hey, look, I I've seen what works and what doesn't, um, yeah, this, this is what I can recommend. And it's up to you to take those steps. What would you say to anybody that's like, okay, well, you're Katie's not sleeping good. You know, Drew wanted to, to, to try and eat healthier and, and, and show up more and, and gain that self-confidence that he now has embraced. But you know, with where I am, where I am and what I need to work on, what would be the, the best first step that you would give anybody that's looking to try and just hold themselves more accountable? Whatever it is that you want to do or accomplish, write it down. And write it down where you can see it and where you can see it daily and you can see it regularly because those are your words. And that is your hand 
that put whatever thought you had in your head down on a piece of paper. It is not mine. It is not Drew's. It is not your husband's. It is yours. When you write it down, there's something powerful about putting your thoughts down on a piece of paper. And there's something powerful about owning it. Like, I think that's probably the next thing is owning the fact that you were willing to write them down. And then once you've written it down, but like put some thought into it too. Like once you've written it down, then you have to take actionable steps towards get going to where you want to go. And that's where coaches come into play. That's where mentors come into play. That's where partners come into play. That's where your children come into play. Like that's where your support network or your team is there to support you. As long as you got to tell them too, obviously, right? Yeah. Once you've written it down, you got to let them know. Be like, hey, yo, this is this is what I want to do. Can you help me? Once you've said that, you have to be willing to be held accountable. Because once you've told somebody else, now you've included that person into your circle and into what it is that you want to do. So that's why I said you may MF me, but you 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 told me. And once you told me, I will tell I will say it over and over and it's funny uh last little thing here so we all know Devante's, right so at devon's uh stanley cup party we had a moment and he's like i thought you were the most annoying person in the world and and i'm like i know because he would blow me off and i'd tell him what he needed to work on and be like i'm good and he was he was freaking talented like he's i'm good and I was like, you needed to work on a couple of things because you told me you wanted to become a pro. So everything that I was going to do was going to help prepare you to become a pro. And at some point, everything clicked and it became his and he owned it and he owned his actions and he owned everything that he did. And it, then, then now he's on his own. Like he's on, he's on autopilot because he's got the, the steps and he's got the habits and he's got the routines. But the first actionable step that any person can take is you got to write it down. And I'm not like, don't type it. No, it doesn't, it doesn't work the same way. You got to write it. Physically writing it with your hands. That's step one. And anybody can do that. Well, and uh, I was going to say here too, Coach, some of us know Devontae's better than others. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a super fan of him and he, it, what you said though is, is true. I mean, I don't know where he was before, but he's one of the best defensemen in the league now. I mean, he also plays with Kale McCarr. So I think that Kale gets a little bit more of the spotlight shown on him, but I mean, he's one of the best defensemen out there. Drew, you know, you made some major changes over the past few months as somebody that's been may, you know, this isn't what you do professionally. What, what is one of the things that you first incorporated that you think really was that light bulb moment of like, I have to have, like, if anyone's going to make these changes, if I'm, if I want to better myself, it has to begin with me. Yeah. I mean, to what coach B just said, I mean, I did write it down. I wrote it down. I told people, um, and being in a position where you're willing to be held accountable is, is not easy. You know, like I think it's, there's growth mindset and then there's like growth mindset 2.0, which is like people actually might hold you accountable and give you criticism, constructive criticism. I think 
being open to understand things are lessons, but being open to understand like, Hey, these people are literally giving you the playbook and they're trying to help you run the plays. That's it's a mindset thing. And I think coach B is spot on. I think it starts with writing it down and starts with seeing it consistently. And uh, the one thing I'll leave everybody with is the true reason I feel like I'm firing on all cylinders is because willpower is applicable to all these habits. And I might've got the reps in willpower from getting on the Peloton, but that strengthening of the willpower muscle helps me with food. It helps me with uh, reading. It helps me with journaling and meditating. And that, so if that doesn't get you inspired enough to want to work out the willpower muscle, I'm not sure what will, but the fact that it's so adaptable to all these good habits and it stems from, it might just be one thing for like Katie, it might just literally be writing it down. Maybe that's like, do I have the willpower to write this down every day? And that, that strengthening and that, that repetition will help you in, in some other habits. And, um, what I'm most excited about is for you specifically, Katie is like, just based on my experience, like these habits have helped me professionally too. And so I think people put these things in silos and, you know, like meditation, sleep habits, nutrition, working out, but these last couple of weeks I've been I've been feeling good about business and I've been connecting things that I wasn't before when I was, you know, didn't have, you know, maybe I was a little bit foggy or maybe I wasn't as present on meetings. Um, these last couple of weeks have been really good for me professionally. And I, I contribute it and attribute it to a factor of healthy habits. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and write things down. I'll get a journal. Fine guys. But no, I, I do think that there's, there's micro changes that can have massive results. And sometimes it just takes one thing for, for the, for things to click for, for everything to make a difference and for things to start trending in the way that you want your life to trend. This has been an awesome conversation, you know, from self-discipline to, you know, making the accountability partners to finding that circle of people where you can go to, if you say, Hey, I need, I need help with this. And I know that that's something that we've really strived to have with our, with our meta athletes community. We have an amazing Twitter uh, community. Uh, so for any meta, meta athlete holders that are out there listening and are not a part of our Twitter community, you know, shoot Drew a DM and say, let me in because it's, it is a great spot for people to go and give each other words of uh, encouragement. And it's, it's really a great, uh, I've said community like 40 times, but it really is a great community, um, of people that want to be a high performer and, and win in life. So for this week's episode, that is a wrap and be sure to subscribe to the podcast, be a good human being and share it with a friend. Let's share the podcast with somebody. And, um, you know, if, like I said, if you're interested, Meta Athletes is still minting. Head on over to metaathletesnft.com. And with that, we'll see you in the next episode.